Welcome to another Open Dialogue, where we spotlight experienced professionals and their businesses as we dive into their stories of origin, adversity, triumph, and growth. My name is Bobby, and this is Elevator Pitch. Doors opening. Stepping into the elevator today is Shalita Fleming, creator and owner of Indie by Lee, a personally curated self-care culinary spice company located in Maryland. Shalita currently has an online boutique and ships all over the U.S. The business began as a vision several years ago. Shalita took her love for cooking and handcrafted personal wellness to new heights with the launch of a product line that blends the stimulation of great food with the refreshment of the mind, body, and spirit. Indie Spices offer a range of carefully curated seasonings that fit any need for any meal for any person. No matter if that person is a cook, vegetarian, or vegan, they can use her spices. Indie candles and indie scrubs are made with unique combinations of natural ingredients, essential, and fragrance oils to bring relaxation to any day of the week. With the support of her fiance and family, Shalita proves that your passion can quickly become a profession as long as you put your mind to it. Doors closing. Going up. Well, I first off want to say it is an honor and a privilege to share to share this space with you. Um, you know, I think extremely highly of uh, of you, Shalita, and everything that you've accomplished. So. I just, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't thank you for taking the time to sit here and have this conversation, this dialogue with me about your business and who you are as a person. Thank you, Bobby. I appreciate it and appreciate you. I'm, I'm truly excited about um, our discussion today. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, I mean... We'll we'll jump right into things. Um, let's uh, let's let's rewind the clock. Let's travel back in time just a little bit. Um, okay. What is the origin story of Indie by Lee? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I actually my name is Shalita, but my grandparents gave me the nickname Lee. So that's always kind of stuck with me. My grandfather could never say my name the way my mom wanted it to be and so he just called me little lee and so lee kind of just stuck with me my grandmother then used to just call me lilu and so lee just has been a thing in my family so um anyone that has known me for a very long time and is close to me in that respect normally calls me lee so that's where the lee came from mm. uh, my favorite color is purple okay. uh with the the regular name indigo and so Indie just kind of came naturally. Indie by Lee just kind of moved right into the, the space as the name is there. Um, I started catering when I was in grad school to help supplement paying bills. And mm. so in doing that, I had to kind of create my own spices and blends to taste, you know, had the taste that I wanted with the food that I was selling. And so I did that for a while and then realized that I didn't want to do catering. It was too much work. Uh, and so I kind of <laughs> just stopped <laughs> making blends and over the last couple of years i got back into creating blends for my household because i cook a lot for my family okay. so every time my family and friends would come over they would expect me to make something and 
my boyfriend at the time, now fiance, said, you know what, why don't you just start selling your spices? And I said, uh, I don't know. You know, I did catering before. Didn't really know if that was for me. Don't want to really go back into that atmosphere. Then I waited a few months and he said it again. I said, well, I'll try it. I'll see how it goes. And so that's where the, the beginning of Indie Bali came from. Um, after about six months or so, I started realizing that there were so many other things that I wanted to do as well. So I started branching out with the candles. I realized after looking at my uh, bank statements and seeing how much money I was spending <laughs> at stores on candles that I needed to find a way to make them my own. And Yankee so candles. I, right, I was spending <laughs> money everywhere. Yankee Candles, TJ Maxx, Home Goods. Um, every time I looked up, I was swiping my card. And I said, why do I keep spending all of this money? And I would look back at my receipts and I would see five, 10, 15 candles. And I said, you know what? Let me try to make my own candles to save a little bit of money. And so I dragged him along with me to a candle making class. He was the only man. Um, and we did that for a few hours and I fell in love just being able to smell the different fragrances Definitely. and pair them the way I wanted to pair them. So I started making candles and it kind of just sparked from there. So um, it really was not something that I wrote on a sheet of paper and said, hey, this is my vision for this year. It just kind of bloomed that yeah. way. And that always sounded like this is. It's, it's a great a great feeling when you can take something that you really love that you're really passionate about 15 candles is an obsession Shalit. i'm gonna let you know right now i might have to well, have a conversation have... with my wife we go in the store and i see 15 candles in the car but I, i'm not it's no judgment it's, it's no judgment well i i do have to add the disclaimer that when you go into stores such as home goods and tj maxx if you don't buy stuff when it's there you may not get it when you come back right you the so, person in there hiding happen? stuff in the other section. Right. I'm come so back and get this purse. Is... Let me put it back in this corner. <laughs> well, what happened is one of my girlfriends, um, Gina and I, we both love candles. And so if she was at the store, she would call me and say, hey, I just ran into such and such and they have 10 of these. Do you want some? I say, yeah, get you five, get me five. And so <laughs> we started doing that. And that's how I, I looked up and said, wait a minute, why am I spending all of this? I was like, that's what it is. I'm buying candles all the time. So they weren't always for me. I do have to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> He's buying candles for the candle community. Okay. I can dig Absolutely. it. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so with that background um, and knowing, you know, where you came from, how you got started, um, and where that love for candles and cooking, um, where that self-care bloomed from, um, mm -hmm. what would you say is the mission of Indie by Lee that separates what you offer from the, the competition? I would say I wanted to create products that weren't harmful, that weren't toxic, mm -hmm. um, that could be used by anyone in any part of the home. And so... For years, I've always been the person that worked with my hands. And so when I thought about the business and was actually starting to expand and do things, I said, you know what? I don't want Indy to just be in the kitchen because that's yeah. my safe space. I love the kitchen. But I love it when I can sit in my room and light a candle and sip a glass of wine and relax. Or I love it when I'm in the bathroom having my own spa moment with a scrub. You know, <laughs> like, uh -huh. what does that look like? And so the mission for me is really to make sure that 
my products can be used in any part of the house that's comfortable for any person. Definitely. And it's handmade. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I, I like to pamper myself sometimes so I can I can get down with it. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm not just the, the dude with bad feet. I go get pedicures. I, I use, mm-hmm. you know, sneak, get my wife scrubs and stuff and use them sometimes. Sometimes you want to feel, you know, long day. You want to take a little a little bath, relax, put some Al Green on. There you go. It's vibe out. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A little libation and and just vibe out. So I definitely like that. I, that really speaks to me. I know it speaks to a yeah. lot of people out there. So um, so how do you go about uh, sourcing the ingredients for your products? Like, how do you, what's the process for you to vet a flavor or a fragrance profile? So I would say for the spices, it's kind of funny because I've created, right now I have eight spices. There's there's more coming, but I have eight right now. And so as I begin to create the spices, I really wanted to make sure that someone could pick up one spice and not need anything else. If mm. they wanted to add something that they, they could, if they wanted to make it a little spicier or add in another flair, they could blend two of the products mm. or add something that wasn't indie. But I wanted to, to make sure that the spices spoke to all types of food. And so the process, as funny as it may sound, is really just for me to taste test. I literally make, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I literally make, I want to say four or five blends of one at a time. And then I will ask my fiance or my cousins or my best friends, any, any family to come over. Cause I'm always cooking and I'll let, literally ask them to do a taste test and I won't tell them what it is. I'll just say rate from one to five, which one's the best. Mm. And that has been the process that I've done and it's fun and it allows me to take criticism Definitely. as well. Because I've had, you know, one of my girlfriends um, said, hey, I think you need to add a little bit more pepper or something in this. Or the other one said, hey, this is too spicy. And I'll make an adjustment because I'll say, if I can't taste it and you can taste it, you know, that that makes sense. And so um, that's kind of how I do it with the spices. Okay. So so I assume we're going to have like an Indie Bali test kitchen at some point where... I could sign up and come in and get one of the meals with them new (laughs) flavor profiles in there. Get a little sample Maybe. pack of those, of those, of those <laughs> candles at some point. Uh, you know. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't <laughs> say yes. <laughs> but maybe. Okay. Um, it's okay but, to be. I, I'm on the list. I'm on the list. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, that. you're on the list. Maybe I can't cool. say that that's the fun part, though. Every spice that I've created, I use. Definitely. Every spice that I have, I've tried. I've tried it on multiple things. I don't put anything out. I don't launch anything. I don't sell anything that I don't use in my own home exactly. or I don't use on myself. For the candles, um, those were just different fragrances that I was feeling at different times. Okay. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll mix two or three. Sometimes I'll mix five different fragrances to get the blend that I want. It just depended on what mood that I was in. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how the each candle I can look back and say, Oh, I was in this mood when I made that one, or I thought of that name. So that's the fun part, I think, of being able to create um, yeah. everything. And with the scrubs, same thing. Yeah, the handcrafted part really is a journey. It's, yeah. You're pouring yourself into that product. So I, I can definitely, it's like hearing a piece of music and it takes you back to, you know, exactly where you were and what was going on and what was being cooked and who was in the house 
at that at that specific moment right as we like kind of delve into the products and getting into that that background of things of how it's such a such a journey for you personally i'm gonna i'm gonna jump out there and assume that the names of each of these products is just as important (laughs) as the actual spice um same thing with the scrubs and candles but what actually went into inspiring the names because there are some pretty creative names for the products that you offer uh well two of the products are named after my beautiful goddaughters they're twins lyric and journey so i had to make two two things with their names on it um one of the one of the um spices is named after my shih tzu puppy ginger snap that's g snap and then some of the muskmore sandalwood candles i kind of created with my fiance in mind um like the cigars and bourbon he Mm. loves cigars and bourbon so that's and he loves that candle Mm. um you know the moonlight muskling this times we'll just sit down and throw on some music and it'll be dark and we'll light a candle and so i try to think of those moments that i have with mm-hmm. the products and that kind of helps me make the names and the scrubs i think are just fun because when you think of something that you're putting on your body you know the eucalyptus and peppermint it's, it's energizing what do you mm-hmm. want at that moment when i smell that i want to be uplifted i want to be energized so every name <laughs> to every product i have a reason behind it and, and again i think that's the fun and unique part of it for me yeah. um because i don't just choose a name out of a hat you know i have to feel it i have to feel it and i have yeah. to when it comes to the spice i want to taste that i want to i want to feel like hey this is an all-in-one blend oh it really can be used on everything exactly. you know it's all in one and I, it just came just that quick so um that's kind of been the journey when it comes to the names i think for me that kind of sets me apart from other entrepreneurs with businesses such as mine mm-hmm. with the uniqueness definitely definitely um so as an entrepreneur uh you know, you want to have some type of lifeline, some type of support system. Um, it goes it goes a long way when, you know, you're reaching that breaking point sometimes. Um, how important is the support of your fiance and your family when it comes to um, even the success or direction of Indie by Lee? Very, very important. Very important. Um, you know, as they say, it takes a, a village to raise a child in a sense. It takes a village, um, you know, to push vision out. You know, you yeah. always want to make sure that you have people that are surrounding you that genuinely love you and care for you and are, are going to give it to you straight up. Definitely. Um, and so <laughs> I'm fortunate and blessed enough to have that. You know, I don't involve a lot of people in what I'm doing for the business. I don't tell them what I'm doing. I just kind of do it. And then I try to get their input, but I'm very, very thankful for the love and the support that I've had from, you know, my family and my friends and my fiance. It's, it's been um, a really, really great journey. You know, even as a little girl, my mom used to always tell me, you can be what you want to be. You can do what you want to do. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody tell you that you can't, you know? Yeah. And so even with Indy, she teases me and says she's the vice president of marketing. I said, you're not the vice president. I'm everything. <laughs> That's my head. <laughs> you know? Right. She's like, I've been, I've been with you along the way. I've been pushing <laughs> and telling people to support my baby, you know, but it's, it's the fun and the love from that. So yeah. I, I couldn't be more blessed and more thankful and more grateful for that. Definitely, definitely. That, uh, and I say this based on facts. 
that is it goes it goes far and it means a lot because these people are close to you these people you know you hold these people near and dear to your heart and i'm sure indy by lee is your baby so that whole village to raise a child thing it's it rings true it rings true yeah (laughs) and absolutely (laughs) and with so many products so many items that you have to choose from um you have quite a few uh items in the selection for scrubs for spices for candles and even wax melts but mm-hmm. what's your favorite product what product when you come in from a long day what's your favorite product to use oh why'd you have to ask me that um, <laughs> i would say for the spices my the seafood blend and the vegetable blend. Um, those two seem to be a favorite for my indie tribe too, but I'm a big seafood person. I love anything seafood and I literally just use that on anything for any recipe and then I just add on. So that one is always fun. Okay. If I want something quick, I want some shrimp, I want yeah. some crab, or whatever, I, I just use up. that. <laughs> right. Um the vegetable blend, I say, is, the, again, the other favorite because I probably shouldn't have named it vegetable blend, but I did, and I'm not changing it now. But it's <laughs> um, <laughs> because you can use it on everything. When no. I made it, when I when I made it, I just automatically thought about vegetables because I, I eat a lot of fresh vegetables. I grew yeah. up with, you know, my grandparents had a farm in our backyard. I used to pick green beans and pick collards and um, my grandfather was a mason. We used to pack bags up and take them to the mason hall and give to people and to the community. So I've always loved vegetables. So Definitely. making that one was dear to me in that way because I wanted one thing that I could use on everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I started using it, I started then expanding with rice and potatoes and okay. pasta. And I was like, man, I should not have made it <laughs> that. But those would be my two spices. Um my two favorite or my favorite the candles i just launched a new line which i'm pretty sure i'll talk about sometime today so i'm not going to tap on that but outside of the new tribute collection i would say my favorite candles are the lemon lavender Mm. and the chardonnay um i'm a big wine drinker i love wine and so the smell of the chardonnay candle automatically relaxes me and the lemon lavender is vibrant it's fun it's fruity there's lavender buds and lemon dried lemon spices in it so when someone looks at it it, it makes you want to like it. it makes you want to smell it so those will be my favorite i would say candles and the scrub i have to say eucalyptus and peppermint okay and Energizing. that's weird for me because i'm not a eucalyptus and peppermint person surprisingly mm. But I love the way it smells in a scrub. I love okay. the freshness of it. It just smells clean and inviting. So I would say that. With the wax milks, most of the wax milks are made from the same ingredients as the candles. Okay. And the reason I kind of did the wax milks, which is funny, is that I was measuring out things. And sometimes my measurements would be spot on, and sometimes my measurements wouldn't. And I didn't want to waste the wax, so I bought the clamshells. For the wax melts, it just said, hey, let me pour the extra ones in here. And that's something I can use in the house. And that Dang turned it. into a whole other product line. So it, it kind of just blends that way, I think, for my favorites. That was hard. That was a hard <laughs> question. To answer. I think that'll probably be the 
the toughest one that I ask outside of maybe this one. Um, okay. <laughs> so we know what you like to use. What's your favorite one to make? Uh, the turkey brine mm. for the spice. Okay. The turkey brine is different. Before I met my fiance, he's from North Carolina, I really didn't brine meat that much. I just marinated it and let it sit overnight. But then when we started making turkeys and looking up brines, I immediately fell in love with the brining process okay. of meat. And so especially a big, big piece of meat, like a, a turkey or a whole chicken. And that's pretty fun because I don't have to worry about being super precise with how much I've uh, blended or grinded the peppers a certain way. Like that's just fun. That yeah. when I can throw the bay leaves and throw the clothes in and it, it's just fun to me. So yeah. I would have to say that was my favorite spice to make. The favorite candle to make. I would probably have to go back to that lemon lavender just because of the process of cutting up the lemon peels mm. and sprinkling the lavender on just when the candle isn't quite cooled all the way. Mm -hmm. It's just like a nice little process to that. And for the scrub, I would have to say the lemon lavender one too, because it's adding extra things in. And it's just that, that funness of creating, like, like you're a little kid, like you get your hands in Play-Doh <laughs> and you get to make with stuff, you know, yeah. just stuff, another fun element. So I would have to say those, those are my, my, the, my fun ones to make. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. As an adult, it's like, you can't get messy. Don't be messy. Like, no, messy oh, fun. Here we go. We're about to get messy right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Messy fun. That's great though. That's great. Um, so in your opinion, what are, because you operate a boutique online, um, yes. and many people, when they start businesses, they instantly think brick and mortar. They think they have to have like a kiosk in the mall or a storefront. Uh, so for you, are there any disadvantages or advantages to not having a con conventional brick and mortar location? Mm, I would say... The advantage of not having one is that I get to work any time in the morning, night, day. It doesn't matter. One o'clock in the morning, if I'm not sleeping, I can get up, go on my indie boutique and create. Mm. I don't have to worry about only doing it during a certain amount of hours when I'm in a location. Definitely. Uh, the other advantage, I would say that it's, it's not, a, not a lot of financial overhead from <laughs> having a space. When you walk into a space, it's not just, I mean, you have to pay every month, regardless if you have sales or not, they want yeah, their yeah. money, right? Um, yep. Depending on the space, if you have a uh, water and heat and air and all of those different things. So it's kind of like a whole nother house in that's a nice. sense. And so I think that's the advantage of me doing it out of my home right now. And I, I have one room that's just the boutique on my website there's a little video that shows the wall the indie boutique wall and yeah. everything and so i think that's the joy of having it right now and my home is that it's it's very close to me and when i'm having one of those days where i just want to relax i could just come in the room turn my music close the door and do what i need to do um oh, the disadvantage is it reduces my exposure to people okay so if someone doesn't hear about indie via social media or friend or family member, they may not know who I am. 
Whereas mm-hmm. if I was in the storefront, they could just walk past say, oh, let me walk in here and see what this, you know, see business that, has that to traffic. offer. Yeah. So that, that I think is always a challenge. And then I think another one possibly is, again, people just being able to see me. A lot of the assistance that I get outside of me doing it is additional friends and family, marketing, supporting, posting, tagging, you know, talking (laughs) about the business. So I think that's one of the biggest disadvantages that I could see right now is just that exposure piece. You know, some people have a hard time looking at a website and just reading a description of a candle. They want to smell it. They want to know if that's what they really want. And they sometimes don't trust what it says if they can't smell it they don't want to buy it exactly you know same thing with spice if they don't taste it they don't want to buy it and so i think that's the the one thing that's probably the the biggest challenge so of course speaking on social media and the internet um and how it allows us to pretty much reach an audience in ways that some of the non-millennial or cusp millennial generation um, (laughs) (laughs) would consider unprecedented um, in what ways have you creatively used the uh, the tool of social media and internet to uh, really drive home the product offerings of Indie Bali? I would say I use social media more so to just kind of get that exposure piece that I'm missing from not having a storefront. Definitely. Um, I create videos where I'm making uh, dishes with my spices or showing people how to actually use a scrub or, you know, with the candle lighting, how to make sure you're trimming the candle wick and just talking about the candle. So I think for the social media part, that's what's helped the most on that end. It also gives me a way to network. So it's been allowing me to just have the opportunity to attend different events and sponsor events that I may not have known anything about if it Mm. wasn't posted on social media i just recently sponsored a event a few months ago in march um that was a black woman panel and so i you know gave gift certificates for the individuals that were able to get those raffles and that was really fun i don't think i would have known about it if number one my one of my friends that was also sponsoring for the event uh live and love shop without if she didn't let me know about it but i also may not have had that much exposure to reach out to the two women who created that process and created that platform for women to be able to attend that event so i think that helps a lot right now because as you can see with social media i mean i'm in maryland Mm -hmm. i can be talking with someone in california you know or talking with someone in texas and attend a virtual event that i would have never been able to do outside of that so I think that has allowed me to use the tool creatively over the, especially during COVID is ramped up tremendously over COVID because nobody Mm -hmm. could go anywhere. You didn't have any choice but to get on social media or change your, you know, change your marketing strategy. If before it was face to face, now it's like, Hey, what are you going to do to make sure people can see you? And, and it's been a a big change. Definitely. I, I knew it was real during COVID when we did the, uh, cooking class and that for me was a phenomenal experience because i mean i've been to cooking classes in person but Mm -hmm. the aspect of it like you're in your personal space and (laughs) i'm here with strangers like complete strangers that i don't know and they're in their personal space and uh shalita's in her personal space and she's going through blow by blow (laughs) with her seasonings 
and this right. was like my first time using them so i was like all right yeah i'm excited because for one this is my folks like of course i'm gonna get mm -hmm. the seasonings I'm, i want a candle i want the scrubs <laughs> like but when we went through and it was like okay let me walk you through how to do this and how you're going to cook this and then you see everyone's plated meal at the end and no one's meal is the same like, i think at the time i was doing keto right. so my noodles were different from everyone else's noodles and my shrimp looked a little <laughs> bit it was but the food was when i tell you that seasoning was on the one <laughs> it was on the one g snap i will do a rack of ribs on the grill with that g snap and i don't need anything else the veg like veggie yeah. blend is fine for me i like the name because it, it's times where i don't want to put lowry's on everything no right, disrespect right. the Lowry's don't come after me i'm sorry right, um, but right. <laughs> i, I want to put in i don't know mrs dash so i don't no disrespect mm -hmm. to her either but mm -hmm. i want if i'm gonna go with it i'm gonna go with it and when i tasted that veggie blend and the seafood oh lord jesus Marilyn, stand up <laughs> i was putting yeah, that, that was on fun. everything I yeah was that was fun i may need everything. to do another one yeah, yeah that was you fun. know i'm signing up you yeah. got me, I mean, I'm in there. I'm good to <laughs> yeah, go I like a crunch wrap. The in. moment you put that thing up, I'm good to go. I'm like, yep, let me go ahead and sign up for this right now. <laughs> I may have to do one. I'll put that on the list because that would be fun, especially with um, some of the new things that I've been learning and, uh, you know, with grill season coming up, I make a mean turkey burger mm. um, and some other yeah. little, you know, smoked meat stuff. So, yeah, that would be fun. Okay, yeah. I'll put that on my list. And don't think the fiance ain't safe either. I know he could throw down on the grill. I seen it. Oh yeah. I oh yeah. He done play. It. So mm -hmm. he done play. Gonna have to figure something <laughs> out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> as an oh, entrepreneur, yeah. it is mandatory to wear multiple hats. How do you prioritize and manage your roles, whether it's the owner, manufacturer, marketing director, or spouse? <laughs> In order to right. continue to move Indie Bali into an upward project trajectory. It's challenging at times. Mm. It really is. To prioritize, I plan everything. Everything. From stocking, to checking my inventory and writing down what I need to order, mm. to marketing. I literally, for example, like on Sundays after I get up, have my praise and worship, do what I need to do, figure out what I'm cooking for the day. I sit down and write out what my posts are going to be for the week. Definitely. And nine times out of 10, I'm creating at least a template. So when I make something, I can then all I have to do is upload a picture to it, you know, or sure. um, what candles do I have to look back and say, okay, I'm only have a dozen of these on the shelf. Let me go ahead and pick what day I need to make another dozen or two dozen so that I can try to make sure that I have the product ready. The one thing that I drive myself to do as a business and an entrepreneur is to make sure that I meet my demand right away. So mm. when someone orders for me, it's in the mail within one or two business days. Exactly. I'm not waiting for them to order it. And then I'm creating it because then it takes even more time. And when you spend your money, yeah. you don't want to think about what you ordered three weeks ago. You're going to forget about it. Yeah. Right. You're going to say, Hey, I just ordered this. Let me go check and see the track. And I'm like, Oh, it's already in the mail. Yes. I'm going to get my stuff <laughs> in one or two days. You know, and you know, the way the world is turning now and the way yeah. Amazon Prime is, you have to you have to be competitive. You have to get your stuff mailed out. So that's been uh <laughs> I mean, you, you can't wait on that. And so I think 
for me, I work late at night. I work early in the morning. I allow it to be a part of my life and not a chore. Mm. So when I wake up in the morning, after I get myself together, I do indie, even if it's for 30 minutes, even if it's an hour, I do indie first. Mm -hmm. And then if I know I have to clock into my nine to five at four or eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock, I'm giving myself that time. I'm waking up two and three hours before that Mm -hmm. because this is a priority. You know, when I get off of work per se, and start my my next part of work, which is indie. I use that process as a de-stressor. I turn my music on. I may get a glass of wine. You know, I may I may get a glass of uh, whiskey. It depends what type of day it was. You know, and then the I libations just are flowing. Right, absolutely. And then I create, or I'll sit down and write out what's your next plan. What are you thinking about? And so, prioritizing every piece of the business is very very important because if I didn't do that. I don't know how successful the business would have been Mm -hmm. when it came to me making sure that people got their product. Definitely. Definitely. Makes perfect sense. You touched on it. We are human. And unfortunately, (laughs) we've reached points where we just got nothing left in the tank. The batteries Uh like blinking. Hey, I'm about to power down. I can't take it anymore. Um, do you have like a, a mantra or a scripture or activity that you use um, when you need to like step away and reset yourself and recenter yourself? One activity would be walking. I, I like to go walking to clear my mind. Again, walking, not running. <laughs> <laughs> my running days are over. I don't run running. unless it involves a dog or the police. <laughs> like. There you go. I do not need my knees to be shaky. I will <laughs> I will go walking and I have several different uh, playlists that I've created. Okay. And depending on my mood, I'll listen to my music. I love Lolita Holloway and Shaka Khan and Robert Glasper. I, I try mm. to have different genres of music that I listen to. And that's one of the biggest things for me is that being out in the world looking at god's glory looking at and realizing that you know things are unwavering that things are going to be different that you have to kind of keep up with the pace and allow yourself to breathe and being outside is really um inspirational to me so the walking piece is is one of the things i do and the other piece that i do is uh my fiance and i love to both cook and eat different foods so if i need to get a different atmosphere i'm like hey i just want to go get a taco from somewhere i just want to go try something and we'll just go get something to eat and it keeps me from being in the kitchen trying to create because whenever i'm in the kitchen i'm thinking what spice can i use for this or should i make a new spice Uh, like i can never just go in and just use a spice and walk out i'm always thinking of something so if i'm if my brain is moving too much then i I won't want to cook which it sounds weird but i just don't want to go in because I know that I need to give myself a break from that. So those are two things that I do quite often to kind of give myself a little bit of peace and serenity. Right. I'm sure when you guys go explore the food world, it's like, oh, man, I didn't think about this. So you're mm-hmm. probably writing all types of notes down like, oh, yeah, I'm going to borrow that one right there. What would you say was in this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. What did you say? And, and, is and, that and, cumin? What is that? <laughs> Right. And 
the funny thing is, uh, I want to say about a couple, no, last year we went to um, a restaurant on the water in St. Michael's. I love crabs. I love seafood. Mm. And he doesn't eat crabs. So, you know, I'll go out there and I'll go get my crabs and he'll just sit there and get something else to eat. But when we went out there last year, I kept saying, my uh, my crab sauce is missing something. Or my cream of crab sauce is just missing something. <laughs> and so last weekend, it's so funny. So last weekend, he said, you know what? You've been busy. You've been prepping for Mother's Day and, you know, pushing out things. Let's just go enjoy lunch. Let's go back to the crab place. And I took my seafood blend with me. And he laughed when I pulled it out of my purse. I said, well, last time I was here, I felt like it was missing something. <laughs> so I needed to bring the seafood to see how I liked oh, it. Jesus. And I shook it on myself, made my little Maryland, my Maryland crab sauce, my mayonnaise and mustard, put that thing in there with some vinegar. Oh my gosh, I was in heaven. And so I told him, I said, maybe I should start doing that. Just taking my spices out when we, when we go to eat so I could try to think of other things hey. to make. But you know, it is fun. It's fun, but I have to be careful because I will continue to eat and uh, that will be good either. But it is fun. Hey, I'm going to tell you what crossed my mind right then. I was thinking it was going to be some travel size little to-go seasoning packets. <laughs> or or you're going to have yourself like how uh, they got the the little pre-mixed uh, mayo and ketchup. This is going to be a Indy by Lee Maryland crab sauce. Coming to the store near you, <laughs> maybe, or hey. if some, or just taking a sample pack. There's small, <laughs> take that little sample pack, <laughs> throw it in that dangle pocket or that purse, and snap a little bit out. Right, <laughs> right, right around. Like you stuff. got hot sauce in your bag. Uh, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um. <laughs> And now you're going to think about that. When you when you and your wife go out to eat the next time, you are going to think about it. He's like, man, I should have had some of that such and such next time. I'm go ahead and put, this, go put this in your purse. Watch. You know how tough it was? I was living in Massachusetts. It was hard to find. Like, you couldn't find Old Bay. You couldn't find Crystal's Hot Sauce. You couldn't find. Wow. I was like, man, you know, Cholula's good, but this ain't hitting, this ain't hitting what I need right now. I don't want mm-hmm. Tabasco. I don't want. Like some days mm-hmm. I want old bait. Like we were ordering our crabs from Maryland and having them shipped to us. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah, it was a little costly, but in the summertime when we sitting out on that back patio and we eating them crabs, like this was worth it. This was worth it. And I it didn't even mm-hmm. dawn on me that the seafood in Massachusetts was extremely fresh. Some of the freshest seafood I've ever had in my life. But it's not seasoned. No disrespect to my people <laughs> in, in Massachusetts. Like y'all. But you put something on that. Put something on that, and, and I don't. I, like, <laughs> I, it's only so many. I, I'm not eating haddock. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm right. not. I'm not eating right. haddock. I, like, so when I go get mussels and oysters and crabs and like, I want some. I need that kick. I need that. You know, you looking for that old bay. You looking for that that seafood blend. So I, it didn't uh-huh. even dawn on me to take that with me when we was going to get seafood. Man, that would have made, it would have been a game changer. <laughs> that would have been a game changer. I'm telling you. Well, I that... did it. I did it. And it was funny because some of the people that were sitting across were like, is this a woman pulling something out of her purse? I Dang. sure did. Put it right on my bag. So now I'm buying two. I'm buying two. Mm-hmm. One is for the house and I'm going to tell, tell the missus, hey, put this one in your purse. So when we... <laughs> 
<laughs> we show up somewhere, just know I'm gonna be requesting it. I need that to there come. There you go. I'm telling you. So, <laughs> um, are there any misconceptions surrounding your business, or even just being an entrepreneur that you like to address from your perspective? Um, I think one of the misconceptions could possibly be that everything is just going to be so beautiful and so fun and so easy because mm -hmm. you're doing it your way and you don't have to talk to anybody else about anything. Uh, exactly. It's not always that way. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's going to be rough patches and being a entrepreneur and creating your own business, especially if you don't have strategy, you don't have a mentor, you're just going with what you think it is. Uh, you know, I think that's the one probably misconception is that you're going to start off with everything intact. You're not. You're not yeah. going to start off with everything. Everything is not going to be perfect. You're going to have bumps and roads that you're going to have a hard time getting through. But once you get through them, you're thankful that you went through those things because it'll help you make your business better. There's things that I'm doing now in 2021 in May that I did not think about in May 2020 mm, you know I just went I just went through a rebranding if I would have thought about that when I launched Indy I probably wouldn't have had to go through some of the changes I've had to go through the last couple of months <laughs> to to do those things so I think that's the misconception some people think they're going to start a business and when they started they're going to always keep that name they're going to always keep that logo they're going to have the same products and nine times out of ten you're not you're going to change a couple of times until you get it exactly where you want it to be and don't be discouraged behind that it's a learning process definitely definitely so you you mentioned uh mentorship did you did you have a mentor coming in um to you know starting indie by lee i wouldn't say that i had one mentor specifically to help me with creating the business a few of my family members are entrepreneurs okay. so that's a blessing because I could reach out to them and say hey how did you do this or you know what's any advice you can give me but my business is unique to me none of them have the type of business that I have so and they're, they're not strategists mm -hmm. they're not branding strategists they're not developers they're not you know they have businesses but none of those businesses are creating a product like how I've made products yeah. Mm. So I didn't have a mentor. Now in the process that I look back, I wish I did because mm, I may not sure. have gone through some of the different changes that I did. I wish my network on that avenue was a little bit larger. But now that I'm coming into expanding the business and I'm reaching out to other people and I, I'm around like minded people and you know, we're all supporting each other. And if we run, run across somebody that has a business that may help us, we're pushing along to all of everybody else. Exactly. And I think that's the joy of it um, with kind of learning as you go, <laughs> yeah. because then, you know, if somebody if you get on a call with someone and they try to um, shoot you one, as my fiance would say, <laughs> you can catch it, you know, when it comes. You're like, no, that's not what I need. <laughs> I, I know what I need. Because I've been the person doing it. You know, I need <laughs> A, B, and C. Because everything else I've done, this is not, this part is not, as I say, not my ministry. That's not my thing. So I need help with you doing this part of it. I don't need you to do anything else. So 
I think that's one of the big things. I, I, I definitely would recommend that anyone that's thinking about starting a business for themselves, being an entrepreneur, creating that to, to think about those type of things that surround themselves with people that they trust, that yeah. they know aren't going to turn around and steal your ideas or, you know, reframe yeah. them for their own. Like, yeah. you have to be very careful with that. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery yeah. slope. It's hard to find people that are genuinely invested in um, bettering bettering themselves by bettering those around them. Right. Uh, so right. I, I definitely get it. And we definitely have a, a, a close-knit community when it comes to uh, our business sense. So I can definitely appreciate what you're saying. Um, so kind of tagging, tagging along into that. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out or they're at their breaking point and they're thinking about quitting? Number one, get a mentor, Hmm. get a mentor. And if possible, get someone that you know has worked with someone else that you trust. You know, not just, hey, let me just search. And I think that person may be good. So let me grab them, you know, (laughs) Uh, really, really vet who that person is, because you're going to be trusting them with confidential info that could make or break your business. Yeah. So definitely get a mentor, learn about strategy, learn about the form that you're in, what's good, what's bad, what's different. Uh, surround yourself with great support with like-minded people. I, it doesn't have to be a crowd. I'm I'm a big person of saying I, I can have a, a few people on one hand and I'm good, right? Okay. But have those people that are like-minded where you can pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? How does this sound? And they're going to be straight up and honest with you. Yeah. You don't want a, a yes person to everything you say. You want somebody to say, you know what? Uh, that didn't really taste good. I don't like that. <laughs> or uh, that doesn't smell right. You know, nobody yeah. going to get that. You, you want somebody to tell you <laughs> the truth in that. So make sure that you are, are doing that to people that you know will be honest with you. I would exactly. also say prepare to work hard. Prepare to work hard. It's going to be what you make it. It's not going to happen overnight and everything miraculously, you know, just bloom. It's a harvest, (laughs) as they say. You plant your seed, there's a harvest season, and then you reap. And you have to trust that process because you can't rush perfection. And you want to make sure that when you look back at your brand, you can think about where you started from and where you currently are and where you want to go. And you feel good about every single process that you've gone through. And I, I will probably say the last thing would be um, <laughs> believe in your own vision and don't give up. But if you don't love what you do, don't do it for the money. Ooh. Because the money may not always be there. You know, there, there, <laughs> there's been days <laughs> where I, you know, there's been days that I didn't get a sale. There's been weeks yeah. that I didn't get a sale. And then there's been times where I'm flooded and I'm like, oh, oh, shoot, order after order coming <laughs> in. Okay, thank you, God. You yeah. know, you have to you have to know that you have to love what you do to a point where if somebody doesn't support you, 
your spirit isn't messed up from that. It's just that wasn't the right person to support you. And that's okay. You move along. But if you're just doing it because you're looking at the dollar, yes, we all want to make money. We want to, you know, have generational wealth. We want to make sure we are stacking our coins so we can do the things we want to do. Don't get me wrong. It's it's processes to that. And yes, we want to make our money, but you have to love what you do because it's not always going to be easy. Mm. It's not. This process has not been easy for me. It's been enjoying. I've loved it, but it hasn't been easy. There's times where I don't pay myself. Yeah. My fiance fusses at me all the time. He's like, did you get yourself? Nope. Mm-mm. Why not? <laughs> well, I'm starting this new stuff and, you know, I want to make sure I have everything. With this type of product business that I have, I don't wait for someone to purchase from me and then I go buy the stuff to yeah. make whatever I need to make. Uh, just this month, um, I just launched, you know, a new line for my grandmother, a tribute to my grandmother who passed away last year. And I had to make sure I had to buy the jars. I had to buy the fragrance oils. I had to buy the wax. I have to buy the, I have to buy everything before I can post anything on a website, or Instagram, and say that it's here. I have to do all of that, and I had to spend that money ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, pay it. And forward. that's right. You have to think like that. And so I can't say, you know what? Uh, I really want to do this, but I don't want to put the money in it. Well, then you don't want to do it. <laughs> This is what separates the hobby from the actual business. Right. You know, I may not be able to pay myself what I want to pay myself right now, but one day I will. And when that time comes, then I'll be good. But until that time comes, I'm going to keep pushing and getting it out here. And so I think that's really, really important. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we just, you touched on um, the tribute, the tribute line and um condolences for uh, your grandma um what do you have in the works right now um if you want to expound on that tribute line and um any events or uh, additional items that indy is uh rolling out (laughs) um well my grandmother and i were very very close she had three grandchildren i'm the oldest of the three so i spent a lot of time with her growing up um, you know, my mom would say, you going to your grandma's house? Yep. Drop me off. Bye. You know, and I would, <laughs> I would stay with my grandparents. Um, and I, I, a big part of my upbringing, upbringing with my mom and my grandparents and my aunts and, you know, everybody was, was creating and cooking and, and making things. And so my grandmother was alive when I launched Indy oh, and okay. she was really, really happy about me starting my own business and whenever she would come spend the night spend the weekends I would always cook for her with the spices and stuff <laughs> like that and when she uh, passed away I wanted to create something that I could always look at and think about her so I created three different candles and they are based off of things that she instilled in me as a, a little girl to a growing woman mm. and I couldn't, I couldn't put everything, you know, in my line, but I I thought of the three things that stood out to me the most. And the one candle is be prayerful. Okay. Uh, The other candle is be strong. And Mm. the other one is be unstoppable. And those three things 
I can honestly say whenever I look at those candles, I automatically think of my grandmother. I love my mother. I, you know, I, yeah. my mom was an amazing mom, but there's nothing like a grandma. There's <laughs> nothing like a grandma, right? And so I can think, you know, think about when I open up a lid to those candles, I literally created the scent to kind of go with those. So the prayerful one smells like I remember her perfume on Sunday mornings. Yeah. I remember that. I remember being like, oh, I got to put tights on again. It's 90 <laughs> degrees outside. I'm itchy. I'm itchy. <laughs> you know, and what that was like, you know, and so it brings a smile to my face. And so each of those three candles were created with her in mind. My grandmother loved flowers. She loved flowers. Anywhere we would go, she would say, oh, Lee, those are so pretty. Lee, what type of flowers are those? Or she would smell something and she'll say, what is that? That's that's really nice. And so I took a lot of time with those three uh, lines. Her favorite color was blue and silver. She always, you know, wore something with blue, every shade of blue, even <laughs> in her house, it had blue all over the house. So I made sure that the labels were shades of blue. You know, so I was very, very happy. I launched that line just actually last week, just in time for Mother's Day. So um, I'm hopeful that people get a chance to to look at those and read the story behind her. I put a little tribute on my website uh, talking about her and, you know, where she grew up and um, what she instilled in her children and her grandchildren. And, I, and there's a picture of she and I on there as well. So that on there as well. So that really, really uh, touches me in that way. So got to make it personal you got to make yep. it personal yeah um so if if you could marty mcfly if you could travel back in time <laughs> to tell a younger shalita something uh, what, what would that message be mm. stack your money <laughs> stack your money don't waste it on things that you're not gonna think about five and ten and fifteen years from now just put a little something to the side. It doesn't mean you can't splurge, mm -hmm. but create some wealth for yourself. I started working at 15 and 16. And my mom used to laugh all the time because once I started working, I didn't ask her for extra money. I went and paid it. Back then, it was getting your nails done and your hair done. <laughs> and you went and got your nails done. You had, you know, the acrylic and every design that was in the nail salon was on your nails and... It was just insane. And I think back, I'm like, I spent all my little bit of hard-earned money on that stuff. You know, um, so definitely definitely stack your money and invest as, as best as you can. And I may get some controversy from this if people hear when people hear this, but education is great. I am very thankful for the education I, I have and the experiences I have. I have a bachelor's degree and I have two master's degrees and I, mm. I've been able to go through grad school um, and be in my professional field and, and love what I do. Mm. But I don't like the fact that I have student loans and I, I wish somebody would Lord have to, right. I Money bag Joe, pull up, me. bruh. Pull Listen, up. Right. <laughs> I, I, I wish somebody would have told me that the younger me to say, you know what, you can still go to school you know, but why don't you wait until you have some money to pay that out front? I mm. didn't think about that until my second master's program where I went to school part time and then I was able to pay that bill monthly. So I didn't have that debt when I graduated. Yeah. But prior to that, I had student loan debt. Yeah. So 
I would I would definitely say education is great, but find a trade, find a way to make your money, mm-hmm. go to school if that's what you want to do, but try not to go into debt doing that because you don't always have to have the life you want, live the life you want, and you don't have to always have a certain level of degree or education to do that. Facts. And I would say the probably the last thing would be to travel the world before you commit to anything or anyone. Mm. You never want to look back in your life and say, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Uh, I can thankfully say that both my fiance and I have both got a chance to travel a lot. We haven't traveled every place that we wanted to travel the world before we met each other or, you know, as we began to move forward in our relationship, but we both love to travel and we can have conversations about that. And traveling opens up your mind and your world to a completely new atmosphere. I think Mm -hmm. when people are so sheltered and they just stay in the one place that they're in, they don't, understand all of the many possibilities that are out there in this world for them and they can unfortunately limit themselves from greatness so i think definitely travel explore step out your comfort zone do things different even if you are the first one in your family to get a passport get your passport and go somewhere Mm. you know or even if you're not ready to get a passport if you've always lived in one state go fly to another state or drive to another state and, and yeah. do something different. So I think those would be the, the three things for me. Make sure you stack your money, you know, try not to get in any debt that is going to be hard for you to get out of when mm-hmm. you're moving up and, and growing and learning and maturing. And then you have all of this baggage that you have <laughs> to take care of and, and travel, travel and have fun and do that before, again before you commit to anything or anyone because once you commit to a person or a thing such as like a home you can't just up and leave a home you know you buy a house you can't just (laughs) right when you buy a house it's a process to sell your house you can't when you're renting you can say you know what i'm gonna stay here for one year and then i'm gonna move over here in a whole nother state it's not that easy when you have bought a house you know or when you commit to someone and that person doesn't want to travel but you do Mm. you got to think about that definitely so definitely so a lot of ism just shared right then a lot of knowledge just (laughs) dropped lord jesus church (laughs) we need an organ uh little (laughs) (laughs) i need a little sound effect yeah i need a little organ sound effect oh the people (laughs) preaching their head I'm sorry. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Mother start shouting. Um, so, uh, let us know where where the people can find Indie Bali, where they can get their hands on these spices, on these scrubs, on these beautiful candles. Uh, you can definitely find us on www.indiebylee.com. We are also on Etsy, so you can look up Indie by Lee on Etsy as well. And as always, on Instagram, Indie by Lee, Facebook, Indie by Lee, everything is the same. So <laughs> Indie by Lee on any social media platform. Uh, but I would definitely say take some time to check out the website because of course there's only but so much you can put on a a social media platform Mm -hmm. on the website it shows my story it shows pictures of the process and 
all of the products and how you can contact contact me as well definitely and we'll be sure to include um all of those details in the show notes what i want to say is you know time is the great equalizer um no matter what your economic background your social background race religion uh, we're all relegated to the same 24 hours so i want to tell you shalita i appreciate you taking a moment a portion of your 24 hours and sharing it with me and I want to thank the, the listeners for sharing a portion of their 24 hours with us. This has been such a great experience. I had so much fun <laughs> talking with you. It's always this kind of vibe when we get together. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm looking for some great things to come from uh, Indie by Lee. And I'm definitely going to continue to support. Uh, I suggest that the people out there go support. If you got friends, family that love scrubs food like i do <laughs> candles like this she has a product that is phenomenal but again oh thank you <laughs> uh, thank small you, thing small thing to a giant small thing to a giant you work hard and you deserve to be rewarded you deserve you know your flowers while you can smell them and um again i appreciate it thank you for this time Thank you so much. I appreciate you too. Thank you so, so much. I can't wait to see where Elevator Pitch is going. And um, yep, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for you because I know you're opening up into a brand new world uh, yourself. So thank you for asking me to be on. on. I, I really, really appreciate that. And I appreciate you. So peace and blessings to you and your family. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a great ride. <laughs> it has. It has. Doors opening. This episode of Elevator Pitch is in the books. I'm headed to the garage, but take the ride with us next week as we chop it up with another entrepreneurial minded guest. Please subscribe, comment, leave feedback, because we are streaming where you're listening. Follow us on Instagram at elevatorpitch underscore media. If you have music, original music, hit us up in the DM, shoot us an email, we'll get you featured on the show. All of my contact information, as well as the contact information of my guests, can be found in the show notes. And with that being said, eight letters, three words, one meaning. I'm out. Doors closing. Going down.